안녕하세요. I'm Grace. I'm Sarah. We're Asian K-drama fans who love to ask and hopefully find answers to all of our and your Asian drama questions. We cover everything from silly topics to sensitive and serious issues that come up as we binge. We'll also share some Korean and Chinese language tips as well as our experiences as diaspora Asians living in the UK and US. Join us as we delve into the details and context of the dramas we all love. 안녕하세요. 안녕하세요. Hi everyone. We are back again. So this is Sarah. Um, I uh, blog at K-Drama This. I'm a, I'm a British Chinese K-Drama fan. And I'm joined by my co-host Grace, who is Korean American and uh, living in California. And also uh, a big K-Drama fan. And we're super excited today because we have, for the first time, a guest with us. Yay. Yay. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. How do, we, how do we say welcome in Korean? Oh, I was going to guess. Bang, bang, yeah, that's one of the expressions. Yeah. It, okay. it, it's like nice to meet you. Mm. Ah. Okay, I love that we're learning Korean already. So that is the voice of Sophie, who is our guest today. Yay! So um, for those of you uh, who might have listened to our previous podcast, um, where Grace and I talked a little bit about going to Seoul, um, I might have mentioned that I had a colleague that took me around Seoul, and that was Sophie. So I was super lucky um, that she, uh, well, A, that she could spare the time, B, that she was willing see that her boss was also willing because you guys were so busy that week and then um he was so happy for you to like take us around um and uh and uh it was just so much fun and so much obviously so much easier to go around Seoul with someone who's Korean rather than trying <laughs> to work out everything so I had a I had a really really great time with Sophie and um yeah and then when we were putting together this podcast and obviously Grace and I have spoken in our intro part about how we wanted to bring on more guests and you know we've got a lot of questions ourselves that we can't answer between the two of us so um yeah, I messaged Sophie and said, would you consider coming on to our podcast and um, and answering some questions for us? And we were really lucky because she said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Sophie, do you want to do a, a bit of a small introduction to yourself? Uh, yes, my name is Kim Seoul in Korean. And um, please call me Sophie. And I'm currently working at a university in Seoul. Uh, just for your information, I have taught Korean for foreigners. And the reason why I started teaching Korean is because I got interested in through language exchange meetup when I was in the UK, mm -hmm. like nine years ago. Mm -hmm. So I was very happy to meet Sarah, who interested in K drama. It's <laughs> Korea for business trip. It's good to know some foreigners loving Korea. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> Yay! We're so happy Yay. you're here. Thank you so We're much. We're really happy you're here. Thank you for coming <laughs> coming on to the pod. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I, I'm very excited to meet you, Sophie. Um, uh, this is Grace, by the way, um, because, you know, I, um, I, I'm Korean-American, but I am um, kind of a little bit um, removed from my Koreanness and just rediscovering it now. I'm I'm turning 40 this year. <laughs> and <Hey>. um, so, <laughs> so this is a process for me also, you know, to, um, I, I've begun to take Korean classes online. Oh. Um, I, I take online classes through Sejong uh, Hakdan. Wow. Um, uh, because my Korean um, is not great. I grew up, uh, you know, listening to my parents speak and then speaking back to them in English. So um, yeah, and all of all of my like kind of um, the the knowledge I have about my my Korean um, heritage and culture. Like sometimes I I wonder like is this actually the right information or did I get the wrong idea somewhere? And so it's really nice to um, to speak to someone who's actually Korean. I mean, I mean, I'm, you know, Korean American, so. Um, but there, there's definitely, you know, among diaspora Koreans, I think we do have a lot of that, like not feeling Korean enough or not feeling, you know, so it's, it's thank you very much for um, agreeing to speak with us. And hey. welcome again. <laughs> That's my honor, actually. <laughs> oh, it's very sweet. So first of all, I wanted to ask, obviously, you know, we're doing this podcast because we have an audience out there that is um, understanding Korea through either K-pop or K-drama or other kind of K-culture. So I just wanted to know, how do you feel about how you and its impact globally? Do you get that feeling from Seoul and Korea that there's so much interest now in, in the Korean culture, like way more now than perhaps when you were growing up? Um, just by looking at Sara, I can see how much influence the Korean <laughs> way has. Um, I made, frankly, the best contact with Sara for the phone we held. And Sara said she liked uh, Korean drama so much that she would like to travel in Seoul together. <laughs> so it's my first time working with a foreigner and she's very interested in Korea. Uh, it's not common, right? <laughs> to be honest. Uh, I don't really recognize how the Korean wave is affecting the world. However, as I said before, I have taught uh, Korean and I'm grateful and happy to see that students know more about Korea than I do. Thanks to that, not only demand for travel to Korea, but also more people want to learn Korean. So many people and I can get a chance to work. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the people that you're teaching Korean to, obviously they're foreigners. Um, mm -hmm. So are they, are they in Korea to study or are they there to work? Or what kind of, what are your students generally doing in Korea? Uh, they generally want to study in Korea. Mm -hmm. So uh, I have taught them in university 
Yeah. So there's a like Korean institute in a university. So most of them want to study in Korea, like study abroad. Ah, okay, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so many of our questions today have come from our fellow. Afternoon of Delight um, patron members um, and they're inspired by what they've seen in Korean dramas um, but I think I mentioned this like in that intro part <laughs> you you don't really watch Korean dramas right so like I remember like I came at you and I was just like oh I really love Korean dramas and you're like actually I don't really watch them <laughs> so um, I just wanted to know do you think this is this typical that Koreans kind of like your peers also don't watch a lot of dramas are we like a Grace and I and fellow patron members are we kind of weird ajumas who are obsessed with dramas <laughs> like what do you what do you watch in your in your spare time um I would say I am minority of people my age not watching dramas okay not only my age but most people watch and love dramas as much as Sarah does. Mm. That's why dramas are still being produced. And you can see that a lot at Netflix as well, uh, regular TV, television. Uh, I'm only interested in what I like. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't really watch Korean dramas because... They don't suit me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I hope you don't understand that my peers don't watch dramas because of me. Yeah. <laughs> they love and like dramas. And, and I hope you don't generalize. Yes. Uh, what I watch is YouTube this day. Uh, I like variety shows. So I only choose my favorite topics and yeah. watch them. And I enjoy watching YouTube videos or YouTube channels that I describe to. For example, do you know the like Lego one? Like Lego or Pingego? Like, do you know Running Man? Like, you just Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. I've heard of Running Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in that. And like some singers that to be and some like you know so on um, <laughs> and oh, okay. celebrities open YouTube channels and broadcast them and it's my pleasure to watch them this day oh. so which which celebrities YouTube channels are you watching just like variety show talk show like that mm. Mm. so who are the famous like who are the famous people in korea for like mm. big, the big celebrities and the big like variety show celebrities uh actually bts <laughs> <laughs> bts and i don't know because like, I Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, like when you say BTS, are, are you talking about like Taryora, Bangtan, you know, run BTS, like that kind of thing? Or are you talking about them doing their, like, Suga does uh, Suchita? I think? Ah, yes, that I kind saw of thing? that. Yeah. yeah, because it's like talk show. So mm-hmm. but if I am a fan of BTS, I think I would watch the 
달려라 방탄. But Mm-hmm. um, I'm not really into some singers. So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So who are you Sorry. into? <laughs> who Uh, who who do you enjoy watching? We just want to know if we can recognize some of these celebrities that you watch. Oh, 유재석. 유재석. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is one of my favorite celebrity, and this day. Who's 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 you just saw? Sorry, is he a comedian? Yeah, Yeah, he, yeah. and he he's like the king of variety show like hosts. I think I know. I Like, I feel yeah. he's he's hosted so many variety shows like um the Running Man one is the is the one I think that most people know them the most. The most, The yeah. Running Man like it's like I I mean I I don't know how many episodes, so many episodes on Vicky. So like um I I've heard people mention it even in our Patreon also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you just talk and do you do you um watch any do you have singers that you enjoy? Uh do you know Crush? Crush, yes. Crush, Uh I yes. have heard of Crush, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. okay. yeah, he's my favorite. <laughs> And oh, okay, then, yeah. yeah, at 17 Uh-huh. days, days. Uh, but Yeah. Crush is my favorite, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've heard of him. I don't, um, I haven't actually listened to any of his music, so I should look him up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, what I didn't mention in the intro as well was one of the things that I felt bad about when I went to Seoul was that I was using Sophie's time and making her go to all of like the big places in, in Seoul. And I was like, this must be really boring for you. And she's like, actually, I've not been to most of these places <laughs> because she's at, you're not a Seoulite, right? So Sophie, do you want to say where you, where you grew up? Uh, I grew up in Busan, so um, that that's that's the like second city in Korea. so um yeah how long have you been living in in seoul and so you grew up in busan and Yeah. then you've only kind of recently moved to seoul is that right Yes, it it's it's about three years. oh three years Yeah. so so when you speak korean do you have a dialect like do you have busan uh, do you speak in busan satsuri Yes, actually in Busan. in busan <laughs> oh but you yeah. can switch Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have to speak in, you know, like, standard Korean to them. Yeah. For, like, you know, if they watch drama, they can't understand, like, you know, <laughs> the standard Korean. So I have to uh, speak, like, I try to <laughs> speak standard Korean to them
Um, there are various cultural life that I can enjoy. So, uh, life in Busan is monotonous and peaceful. Um, nevertheless, I I really love these two cities with different vibes. In addition to cultural life, there are many places to see. The mm. hottest restaurant and many pretty cafes in Seoul. Of course, there are many wonderful restaurants and cafes in Busan. But the difference is that it is the city with it with an ocean. Mm. You can mm. just look at the sea from a cafe near the beach without doing anything. And there are many good places to take a walk. Uh, I think I could say um, that it's monotonous and peaceful because it is nature friendly. Yeah. In Seoul, um, there are many things to enjoy, but disadvantage is that there are so many people. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I feel tired. Yeah. Um, just as there are pros and cons to everything, Seoul and Busan seem to be the same. Mm. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, I um I remember um I visited Busan in 2006 because I um I taught English in Seoul for four months um, between the end of college and uh, the beginning of law school, and um, we did a weekend trip down to Busan, and I was so surprised at how relaxed and kind of laid back and peaceful mm. it was because you know. It, they say, oh, Busan is smaller, but it's still like, like, you know, three and a half million people. <laughs> so yeah. I thought, oh, it can't be that different. But it did really feel very different for me, too. So yeah. it's interesting to hear that from you. Um, just for fun, Sophie, can you, I know this is not in the script, but um, could you say something like in a typical like Busan dialect or there's like, like a phrase that you guys use, but often like so we can hear the difference and then you say it in like a Busan dialect and then say it in like Seoul kind of like standard Korean so we can uh, hear the difference. What kind of expression you can, mm. okay. Uh, like uh, in the scripts, you you ask me like you know food thing food thing yeah, yeah. oh uh, it, it's about how um you know we we've noticed uh, a lot um in dramas that when koreans greet each other they oh, yeah. say um have you eaten yeah or uh, can't forget to eat, or, eat. yeah yeah oh uh, um, okay is there a different way to say it with a uh, Busan dialect versus standard Korean? Oh uh, yes. So okay. in Seoul, like pop like mm. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Busan dialect. Pamunna. 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 I like it. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes, like it. Yeah. Um. So, so like I'm, I find this really interesting so like in the in the UK right we're a really small country and you guys both lived in the UK before as well but so we have lots of regional accents in the UK even though we're such a small country like you, uh -huh. you know it, you can go just like two hours to a different city or even an hour and a half to, and they speak completely differently right yeah um, and so but then also like in the UK we we kind of like 
we kind of give people different personalities. So there's always these surveys like whose accent is the most trustworthy, right? Mm. Um, whose accent um, is the least trustworthy? <laughs> so there'll be some survey that like, so generally, like, I think the most recent one showed that like people who live in Birmingham who speak Brummy and people who live in Liverpool and speak Scouse are like the least trustworthy. And then people... <laughs> People who speak what we call received pronunciation, which is like the standard, like not not super posh, but like just standard like English are the most trustworthy. Plus Scottish accents are like the most trustworthy, trustworthy. Oh, so interesting. In, yeah. So like in Korea, do you have like what is the view of like Pusan accent versus so is Seoul seen as because it's the capital? Or, like is that accent like automatically more cool? Is that like what people want to speak? And then is like what how, what's the view of the of the different accents regionally? Do you know? Does that uh, do you understand my question? Uh a bit hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Like do you mean the difference between the direct Seoul and Busan or yeah, other cities? Yeah, yeah. So like it, it's the coolest accent. Like if you wanted to be like a cool person, would you try to mimic like the Seoul accent? Um, the reason why I use the Seoul accent because I don't want to be outstanding. Uh, uh, <laughs> because say it in like Busan direct yeah everyone just looking at me uh. <laughs> oh she's from like you know uh like southern korean like this yeah mm-hmm. yeah and is it, it is it not so cool I'm not or sure. just just unusual uh some people say it looks cool mm. but i think maybe unusual because like you know the so so accent and Busan dialect it sounds really different yeah and mm-hmm. you know there's some you know um organ organ I don't know that one <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. I can find it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> it's the so accent. There's no so accent. Very flat. Right. Yeah. Is it like kind of a musicality? It's more yeah. li- or more it's lyrical? A little bit lil- lilting, a little bit. Yeah. It, it has more. Mm. Mm. Uh, I know that word, but just forget it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah, intonation. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. Intonation, yeah. different intonation. Mm. I see. Yeah. Okay. So can you mm. just repeat, repeat again? Because I know a lot of a lot of our listeners like to practice some Korean. So could you say <laughs> that again in in Seoul and in Busan so that people can hear it again, hear the difference? Okay. So have you eaten like in Seoul? I don't think it's like the so accent though. <laughs> <laughs> and in Busan, they just say Pamuna. Pamuna. I like it. I like mm. it. 
Yeah. It, it feels it feels more friendly to me, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it feels more familiar. It feels yeah. more familiar. Like um Yeah. Maybe it's because um maybe it, it's because it uh reminds me a little bit of the way that my um way harmony used to speak. Oh, I, I guess my chin harmony also. Yeah. Um, because they're both from Tolado. Um, oh, okay. So they have a little similar, not quite, uh, but um, yeah. like my chin harmony is from Yosu, I believe. Uh -huh. I think Yosu is her hometown. So, yeah. Uh, if I speak English very good, I can explain what difference between some, you know, cities, mm. about cities, but it's really hot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. It's really hard. <laughs> no worry. Yeah, it is really hard. I wish I could help, but I am. Um, yeah. <laughs> I am not helpful. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Thank, thank you for answering that because uh, obviously it's not in the script, but I just thought it's really interesting because I know that it's people right. are, like, I love they, it. They, they, they're really interesting. Like I, I find mm. it. Um, yeah, I, I quite like the sound of 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 the Pusan accent because, like, like you said, it sounds friendlier. Like to me, it does sound like a little bit less formal, almost, and yeah, a bit more ah. kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> right. So, um, next question: Could you could you describe a typical day or a week in your life? Um, in K dramas, it seems that everybody works really, really long hours. Um, so is that true for you guys? Um, and also we see that there's a lot of people that there's a lot of camping in Korean dramas. Yeah. Like I think there's more camping in Korean dramas than like in the UK we do camp, right? It's kind of a camping culture as well. But I don't think I see so many people just go camping like in dramas here. Mm -hmm. um, so is that kind of typical um, uh, um, hobbies or um, what other kind of activities and hobbies do you enjoy? Uh, for me, I exercise during the week and enjoy my hobby on the weekend. Mm -hmm. I run weight training and swim during the week. Wow. And I go to exhibition and take pictures and climb mountains on weekends. Oh. And my working hours are 40 hours a week. But according to the policy, it's usually 52 hours a week. 52 hours, wow. Yeah. And when, when you, oh, sorry. When you say policy, uh, is that like uh, according to labor laws or is it a, a law thing or is it just standardized across? Maybe for labor, but I'm not sure because I just work like, you know, 40 hours a week. So mm. it, it's always very different. Mm. Uh, I see. Okay. Yeah. And uh, as I told you, I spend time with what I like. So mm. it's a little different from what you saw in the drama. Hiking <laughs> <laughs> uh, is similar though. The, in the case of camping and mountain climbing that you saw in the drama, ledger life was biased toward the side due to the corona mm. and like COVID-19. Mm. Corona-19. Yeah. 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 And mm -hmm. uh, personally, Koreans 
are sensitive to trends. So everyone tends to do to do it if some hobby is popular. Yeah, during the COVID nineteen, the camping become really popular. So many people do that. So that's why those things often appear in dramas. Yeah. Maybe my hiking hobby looks like that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm. Dramas also follow the times, so I think it's ine- inevitable. Yeah, <laughs> the popular hobbies come out of dramas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mountain climbing has been a very popular hobby among elders since long ago. Yeah, because it's mm. health. It's healthy, right? They wanna stay healthy and yeah. and get yeah. fresh air on the mountains yeah right uh, the older dramas and also the dramas that are um they're looking back in the past there seems to be a lot of hiking you know especially yeah. especially like older people they hike and then they fill up water at the natural springs <laughs> and things like that mm, <laughs> like we, we yeah. see a lot of that i i think um in dramas yeah but these days, so many people, not the older people, but my age mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like young people, they enjoy the hiking mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. yeah. Because of the, you know, COVID, that thing. Mm-hmm. So they want to do like outdoor sports or leisure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's great. I mean that's really good for yeah good for physical health and and yeah. really great views as well. I mean obviously they're going to pick nice yeah. views in in for K dramas and things, but it always looks like it just looks really pretty when they head out up into the mountains. Yeah, but you know there are so many mountains in Seoul and actually in Korea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like it. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing I didn't get a chance to do. So next time, mm-hmm. next time need to need to go and do some mountain hiking. All right. yeah. <laughs> I can do. Yeah, we we can we can go hiking. Like yeah, my knees my knees are broken, but like yeah, we can try. Yeah. <laughs> but I I feel like Korean hiking trails are really like nicely. Like you're not you're not slipping on rocks and stuff. It's like I, I feel like there's walkways built and steps oh, and like uh, right. railings and things like that. So I don't oh, think it's okay. you know I, I think it's pretty well developed in terms of supporting uh, yeah you know older people <laughs> yes yeah. exactly supporting you know mm. a- anyone of any age um, yeah to to hike. That's really interesting. Yeah, because I mean, like for me, when like the word hiking for me conjures up, like in the UK, it's pretty like if you went on a hike, it would be quite wild. It wouldn't be there'd be no steps and rail guards. And, you know, maybe some of the harder sections might have something, but generally it's wild hiking Mm -hmm. that like the word hiking for us would be. Yeah. More that. Yeah. Ah, that's good. (laughs) So. We see lots of different depictions of work life in dramas, ranging from, you know, reasonable hours and low stress. Um, some of our listeners will like think of Yumi cells um, to long hours and high pressure, um, like uh, depicted in in dramas like Nisheng. Um, 
just as with work life in other countries, this probably depends a lot on what company you work for or what field or industry you're in. Um, but I wonder if there's a general attitude toward work and the importance of work among Koreans. Like, um, for example, for Americans, especially of my age and older, um, the idea of the American dream, like, you know, working hard and becoming, you know, successful and stable and moving up in, you know, the world um, made it so, you know, everyone focused on hard work and commit committing to a job and, you know, um, <laughs> those long hours and things, they, they seemed normal. Um, and, but it's not so true for younger millennials and like Gen, Gen Z um, because, you know, what we see now is they want, you know, a healthy work environment <laughs> and they've seen that, you know, even if you work really hard, the workers don't get that much. And there's just um, kind of an expanding um, kind of class of billionaires um, and that mm. keeps, you know, growing. So I wonder if, um, you know, there's similar kinds of attitudes um, in like older, older Koreans versus younger Koreans. Um, that, that's a really long question. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I want to answer it, but it's really hard to say that. And um, let me see that. Do you want to try to speak um, Korean a little and see if I understand and can say it in English to you? Like if you can um, use, you know... Or mix. Or mix, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Conglish. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will try it. Um, 저희 엄마, 아빠, mm -hmm. 세대배는 굉장히 열심히 일했어요. 미생처럼. Okay. 미생에서 나오는 드라마처럼. Okay, so. Um, they really work hard, like. In your parents' generation. 미생? Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. but. These day, people, uh, do you know warabel? Warabel. It, it's the Korean word, like, walking, mm. life, mm -hmm. like, you know, balance. Oh, it's, okay. Work-life mm. balance. Work-life balance. Yes. Warabel. Uh, warabel. 요즘 사람들도 정말 열심히 일을 하긴 하는데요. That they work very hard, like you know. Even these days. Yeah. 근데 모르겠어요. 너무 sorry. Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It looks you very. You are very curious about this question, but. Ah uh, no, it's it's okay. It's yeah. Some it's some of the questions are are harder <laughs> yeah i found i found i would find them challenging to answer like yeah. for yeah the uk as well mm -hmm. so 
I ha we had a question about violence in society. So, I mean, uh, South Korea has very low levels of street crime. And, and certainly when I, I was there for my short time, I felt very safe walking around um, on my own or like just us girls. Um, but obviously drama viewers will still see many depictions of violence, um, especially in school with school bullying and also work settings. So um, is that generally seen as a big problem in Korea? Or is it really just like a, a kind of like hyped up for drama uh, thing where there's lots of serial killers in dramas, but not in real life? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. What's your what's your view on that? Uh, for me, uh, sometimes it feels serious because it's only covered in the news. Uh, but I don't know if it's frank. Frequent, frequent. Mm. Obviously, there's a problem, but it's hard to explain in words. And um, you can see watch a drama called The Glory. Mm. Do you see that? Yeah, which is adapted from the real life case. So I think something happens, mm -hmm. but I'm not sure about that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Because there are so many dramas and movies, they have like, you know, violence, something. But mm. personally, I have no idea with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Did you, so you have, have. Did you watch. Oh, sorry. sorry Grace. <laughs> Go ahead. You, have you watched. Have you watched the? Have either of you watched the Glory? I assume, I assume you haven't watched it, Sophie. Right, the Glory because you don't really watch dramas. Have you watched yes, the Glory? I watched that. Oh, yeah. you did watch it. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I actually did didn't. You watch that, Grace? I didn't watch the Glory because I um, I heard there was a lot of graphic bullying, violence, and I it it did not appeal to me, so I yeah. I skipped that mm. one. Yeah, yeah, same. I had the same. I kind of wanted to watch it, but I like, I think because I've got, you know, kids in school, I find school bullying really difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, I find it quite mm -hmm. like it's a bit too close, a bit too close to the bone for me. Right. Um, and I have seen dramas with bullying in already that I found. So like, um, I don't know if you've seen Uncanny Counter has some school bullying in and Morrow had some bullying in. And they, for me, were already kind of at the edge and they're mm -hmm. not even well known as being bullying, bullying dramas, so to speak. So I just thought the glory was probably like another level that was too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how did you find yeah. it? How did you find it, Sophie? How, um, like how come you watched it since like you don't really want to watch like what was what was appealing to you about the glory that you like you decided to watch it oh uh, because there's no romance that's why uh, i watched it oh <laughs> yeah it's like a a social problem mm. in korea so i have heard that it's you know the real life case mm -hmm. yeah. so I was curious and I tried to watch that. Ah, yeah. but it's really well made yeah. drama. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's really good. Okay. And um, now we're going to take a break from serious questions to ask you a Korean language question. So, Sarah and I recently got into a discussion about a word that kept showing up in a um, 
somewhat recent popular drama, uh, Hospital Playlist, which is uh, in Korean, it's Sulgiroen Wisa Sengwar. I don't know if you ever watched that one. Uh, the season one. Season one. Okay. Well, I think you will have. <laughs> I think you will have seen this then. Um, what we're about to describe. So we kept seeing doctors having serious conversations with their patients' mm-hmm. families, and then a- ending the conversation with "kurom," and then walking away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for Western viewers, the translation then uh, for "kurom" seems. Odd and abrupt, and even maybe uh, a little rude. But my sense of it is that it's a way to excuse oneself, kind of succinctly, like in, in a short, like simple way, uh, kind of saying like then, and then it's implied that it's like oh, continue doing what you were doing before I interrupted you. Um, is that the right sense, yeah. or is it something different? Um, it's like. Like I, I just finished my word uh-huh. like this. Krom, krom, iman. Just they say krom iman. Just like uh, okay, I go. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see. Okay, and it's not considered. Yeah, I, I finished my word. Okay, and right. Okay, but that's not considered rude at all. No, okay. it's like. Actually, polite thing. Ah, it's a ah. It's even the other way. It's it's polite to yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, uh, I finished my words, so I should go. Thanks. Uh, like uh, that. Okay, so uh, that's the implied. Okay, okay. I I finished. Yeah. So yeah. I will yeah. thank you for your time. Yeah. I will go. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep doing what you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think. Because as Grace said, in in dramas generally, it gets translated as then. So for me, as like an English speaker, I'm just like, well, then what? Then <laughs> then, then you leave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it implies very, you know, like okay, mm-hmm. okay, right. Uh, I finish my word and I should go and just like. Keep doing what you did. Please, yeah, like, please carry on. Yeah. Mm, oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> Thank mm. you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So again, this is not in the script, but it was because we we're talking about Korean language, and obviously because you're teaching foreigners Korean yeah. language. Like, what what are the kind of things that people find the most difficult with Korean when they're starting to learn it? Like, what oh. what bits do they find difficult? to pick up or um, understand especially in writing uh, uh in korea in korean they have many like uh connection words is that is the right mm, okay yeah like you know because we have many words to the because that thing mm. like uh, okay so but there there are many ways to use that like different way to right. use different words but they don't they don't know how to use that word in this case and in that case ah <laughs> okay right 
yeah, but because I'm Korean, so I can understand. I I know what words suit which context. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But could you give us furnace, uh, for example? Mm-hmm. Could you give us an example? Okay. So, ah, uh, mm, uh, is the uh, I'm sorry, I'm late. Like 늦어서 죄송합니다. Mm. It's like the, the reason mm-hmm. why I late, yeah. right? And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. yeah, because I'm late, right? Mm-hmm. So 늦어서 죄송합니다 is is the correct sentence, mm-hmm. but uh like. 늦었으니까 it's like the reason as well. Mm-hmm. 늦었으니까. Mm-hmm. But we can't say 늦었으니까 미안합니다. 죄송합니다. Mm. We can't say that. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 늦었으니까 늦어서. It's like because I'm late. Mm-hmm. But we can say with the I'm sorry. Like 늦어서 죄송합니다 is the right sentence. But... 늦었으니까 죄송합니다 is the wrong sentence. Right. Okay. I think my te- I think my teacher uh, for uh, you know uh, Sejong Institute um, level six recently ex- explained that same <laughs> that same um, <laughs> distinction. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I should study this more. <laughs> <laughs> because so they are used the different ways. Mm-hmm. So. The meaning is totally different because. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where you just have to learn the right way to say it, um, yeah. and just get that that the context of that is it stays that way and not you can't just kind of use other words to say the same thing because it's gonna be sound wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes those are the hardest things to learn in a language is the context of. Yes, yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. Um, for my mom, uh, articles are the hardest in English. Saying yes. a or the. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, there are no articles in Korean. So that, yeah. that was always her struggle. Because my mom went back to school when I was in middle school. So she was getting her PhD. And I would, I would, uh, edit her papers and it was always mm. the a or the she, that you had to put yeah, in, yeah she she yeah she would mix them up or forget one or yeah yeah, yeah. I think it is hard like um yeah we don't have we don't have articles in Chinese either mm-hmm. so mm. like often when people are pretending to be Chinese they just drop the articles because that actually is what how you make a Chinese accent sound like right because they don't generally have articles mm. yeah yeah so all right yeah so we had a question on um yeah could you describe how the medical system generally works um it seems like most things are covered with a small fee but surgery can cost a lot and also this again is in dramas like i think it's so funny because sophie must just think like drama fans are just really weird like but it's true like it it just seems like from a Western point of view, it just seems that everybody, even when they're just slightly tired or maybe, you know, a little bit um, of a not fear. Fear, like, yeah. 
Yeah, a little bit of a fever. Then they have like hydration IVs always, like just like put IVs into them and have hydration. Like, is that actually common for mild illnesses um, or yeah. or is that really just a drama thing? And also, is it just common that um, getting cold and wet will bring on instant illness? So like people are always like, oh, you're cold or you're wet or you're going to get ill. Um, and then a short hospital visit visits quite common rather than going to say, see a, see a doctor for a small illness like it seems like they have small illnesses or something very minor happens to them and they're like you have to go to the hospital now um so is that like a is that actually common or is that another drama like a drama thing it's very common oh right oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah some some people around me they said um oh, i'm so tired i should go you know the Hydrate, yeah, hydration. hydration, yeah, IV, yeah, yeah, IV. yeah. Oh. They always do that. Oh really? wow! How, yeah. how much does that cost? I'm not sure. Maybe um twenty to thirty thousand one. Okay, Korean one. So like twenty five dollars. Something like that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe twenty twenty five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's cheaper than going out for drinks right so that's just like, a, or, or like but I, I didn't do that before so i have no idea but mm. yeah some people always do that oh, they often, like it's a, like a regular thing just to help them feel less tired oh. yeah i see okay it, is the same true for like you know somebody fell over and got a scrape it's kind of a big scrape but you know, scrape on their arm, yeah. go to the hospital to get it treated. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because uh. um the the medical insurance system is well established. Mm. So individuals pay less, but the monthly insurance costs very depending on their income. Uh, so okay. So not how often you go, it's about yeah. how much you make, your income. Uh, how much you make income, it, the interest like goes up. Ah, off. I see. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So because of that, people can use the hospital cheaply. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. yeah. And so even if people get a little sick or catch a cold, they go yeah. to the hospital right away. Yeah. And there is a good private hospital in the neighborhood. So you don't have to go to a big hospital. Yeah. Or, uh, I see. Far away. Yeah. There'll be something local to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's interesting because this question's come from the patron. So I hadn't actually noticed that they'd they'd written this like, is it commonly believed that getting cold and wet will be on instant illness? And like from Chinese culture, that's like completely yes, right? That's my childhood. Like my mum constantly saying, oh, You're wet, you're gonna get sick, like straight away. Like, oh, you're really cold, you're gonna get sick. Like, is that same in Korea? Like instantly, the moment you're cold or wet, you're gonna get sick. Uh Maybe when I was like, oh, maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think I heard that a lot when I was young too, but, but not yeah. anymore. Not sure because there's no cue with me. So <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
I think I, the reason I find it interesting was because obviously that's what I grew up with. So I find it interesting that it's a question because then now I'm like questioning like my Western side and thinking like, so for Brits, like, do they, do they like, do Western people not, not worry that they're going to get ill from being cold and wet? Like, would they just sit there and be in wet clothing and be like, okay, it's fine. I'm not going to oh, get really? sick. I don't know. Now I'm asking myself, like, because for me, <laughs> like for me, that's how I grew up. Right. So that like, for me, that's completely true that and not true as in, but like, just that's the belief that, you know, if you're in wet clothes, you need to get out of them straight away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> um. So Actually, I am going to Korea soon and I'm seeing some family. And it used to be that, or at least maybe I just felt this way and it wasn't that true, but it used to be that uh, like there were a lot of things we could bring from the United States that weren't easy to find or affordable in Korea. But now it, it seems like you can get everything in Korea without you know, much expense or much bother. And so I'm a little bit uh, lost about what I should bring like family members um, as gifts. Do you, do you have suggestions? Mm. (laughs) Oh, actually, I don't think there's anything to buy because (laughs) (laughs) direct purchase is right, but have, have become common in Korea. Mm-hmm. So I think like some cosmetic, like, you know, people like Mac or, oh. you know, that thing, but mm. lipstick. Interesting. Yeah. If, if they are women. So yeah, that would be better, but yeah. you know. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. People yeah. Mm. No, it's, mm. it's hard because um, lipstick color is very like personal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, unless yeah. you know yes. somebody really well it's like a little no. <laughs> difficult to yeah yes. but no that I mean that sounds about right um that everything is found in Korea so I can't I can't really bring anything <laughs> just, I'll bring something small uh the thought it's the thought that counts right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well actually so while we're on this topic like how like how important is gift giving like um in career or uh, yeah like because obviously grace you're visiting family are you going to be ex- expected to um yeah bring gifts with you to everybody or yeah people people always do that yeah yeah so like mm. if you visit someone's house right you should bring a gift you can't just turn up empty-handed like grace is you is your family like the whole of your extended family gonna expect a gift from you um, I mean, I don't know if they will expect it, but yeah. my mom is, uh, my mom has, uh, told us like, oh, get this, get that. We're going to make a little like goodie bag for each, <laughs> for each household. <laughs> um, so, I mean, she seems to think that it, it is the proper thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause like I said, you know, I mentioned before that, um, I work at university and that's how I've got to know uh, Sophie. And so our uh, Asian guests always bring gifts with them when they come to Cambridge. Um, And so I always 
have to you know be in charge of present buying for whenever we go to Asia um so I think when we went to Korea we got I mean it's luckily like we're obviously uh, at the University of Cambridge has a lot of old University of Cambridge style presents so they're quite easy to buy like you know something unique but kind of says like hey this is like University of Cambridge but then it's really because I'm like in America again next week for for work and it hasn't you know didn't even occur to us that we'll need to bring presents and Mm -hmm. our American guests never bring presents with them to Cambridge so it's definitely something that we have to kind of like I feel like I have to bear in mind whenever we go to Asia that we need presents but we don't have to worry about it when we're in Europe or in America. Mm Yeah, actually, I I bring some present for my sister who lives in Japan. Ah. So if she can't get something like in something in Japan, I try to buy uh, something just in Korea. I mm. bring them to my sister, actually. Mm. Oh, yeah. Speaking English in the morning. <laughs> Sorry. I know we're making you work so hard. <laughs> It's alright, but ah, uh, okay. Because of that, I I just thinking. I tried to study English again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I want to speak English very very well, but ah, uh, when I get this this situation, like. Okay, I have to study, but I don't do that. <laughs> I I can relate. Um, when I need to speak Korean, and it's not very often uh, because I I can speak English to my my parents if I need to, but when I have to speak Korean, all of a sudden everything gets jumbled up, and even yeah. though I have just learned this thing, <laughs> I've just reviewed this thing, it still is is a mess. So. I, I very much relate, and then I say, "Oh, I should I should study more," but of course I don't. I don't <laughs> every time. It is it is it is really hard. Like um, I've had to use Cantonese in a work situation for the first time in a long time. So I've got a colleague, uh, well, a, a person that I'm working with that. Um, because usually people that come, we've had a lot of people that are coming over from Hong Kong because of um. Uh, the British National Overseas Passport off like a uh, thing that they've got going in the UK, which meant that a lot of people had the opportunity now to leave Hong Kong and come and live permanently in the UK. Um, so we've had like an influx of Hong Kong people come in, but most of them speak really great English. So I haven't actually been in a situation where uh, a Hong Kong person would prefer to speak Cantonese to me because my Cantonese is like it's it's fluent but it's it's not like brilliant um and and because we're in a work situation i suddenly realized like my cantonese is fine for ordering food and talking about like how <laughs> people feel and like what to buy or you know what was on tv or something but it it's useless for business situations so like i'm sitting there like using like every other word is english so i'm just like you know saying something in cantonese and then excel spreadsheet and then like something something else and i'm like oh uh, you know like If you could copy and paste, because I'm like I have no idea how to say copy and paste. <laughs> so it's like it's like even the context of what you're used to using your language in as well. Like as soon as you change that context, you mm-hmm. think, oh my god, my language is really bad. It's actually not very good at all. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. It's it, yeah, and we're all getting older. It's just harder. That's true. That's true. Yeah. 
but not too so, late. Uh, <laughs> not, not too late. late. I mean, I, <laughs> I have I have fellow students in my Korean class who are, you know, like sixty uh, years or older, and they're mm-hmm. they're learning Korean now because they love watching Korean dramas. Uh, they um, love, you know, listening to Korean music, and they they want to engage like kind of more deeply, like. Um, and so they're learning, and uh, yeah. so you know it's never too, it's never, it's never too, too late. late. They really inspire me, honestly, <laughs> because I'm like, okay, I've I've been sort of poorly speaking Korean my whole life, um, and I haven't put that you know enough effort in. But look at them, you know, <laughs> they're you know they've never spoken Korean before, and they're doing this now, you know, in their sixties. Yeah. It's great. It's really great. Mm-hmm. Do you want to ask that the last question, Grace? Oh yeah. Um, so we uh, touched on this briefly earlier when we were asking about um, Putan Satsuri uh, versus <laughs> standard Korean. But um, um, one of our patrons or one of our fellow Patreon members um, brought up a question that I have also been curious about. Um, and it was, again, like, you know, Koreans seem to greet each other um, by asking if the other has eaten. Or they say, uh, eat well, or don't forget to eat. Um, and, you know, in the, like, I feel like in America, um, you know, it we understand it as, you know, just a, a message of caring or love, like take good care of yourself. Um, mm. But is there like some other reason um, that Koreans like commonly greet each other this way? Uh, Because I teach Korean to foreigners, so it is very important to study this Mm -hmm. one, but... uh, at that time, I have no idea. So I just asked my friend, one mm. of my friends, and she told me, uh, like, before the 70s, uh, there was a time when it was hard to eat, mm-hmm. like, white rice because yeah. of poverty. Uh. So people asked uh, each other if they had eaten because people often starve. So it became a what's the involuntary question or greeting? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of automatic. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So just like, uh, let's have lunch, dinner, mm-hmm. like you know, greeting. Yeah, or, yeah. Have you eaten some breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Anything? So it's like the greeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. Yeah, and you know the the word of greeting like "안녕하세요." Mm-hmm. Mm. It means you know it's actually say hi or hello, but it means uh, are you okay? Actually, "안녕하세요." Mm. You can see. This word it's like annyeong. Mm. This mean you know, are you alright? Are you okay? There's 
uh, nothing, you know, 그런 뜻입니다. So it's like, 그렇죠. If you see in the dictionary, they describe very clearly, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. let me see. It's, it's more of a greeting like, how are you doing? Or, yeah. yeah. Are you well? Are you well? Yeah, are you well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm. Even though mm. we mostly think of it and see it translated as hello, it's mm. actually yeah. literally, how are you doing? Mm. Are you well? Are you doing? Yeah. 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 You feel healthy yeah. or relaxed, yeah. comfortable? Or- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually the same in same in Chinese. So again, the usual phrase that people get taught for hi or hello in Chinese. In Mandarin is um, 你好吗? which mm. actually is directly translated as ni is you, how means good, ma is a question um, mm. uh, ending. So it's basically saying, are you are you well? Are you good? Rather than yeah. hi. Mm. Like we don't have, a, we don't really have a word for hi or hello. Mm. So that's generally the what gets taught, but actually it is mm. a question of yeah, your well-being. Are you good? Mm. Mm. That's, well, interesting. that's interesting. I haven't thought about it. Yeah. Right, so I think we've come to the end of our questions. Um, thank you so much, Sophie, for your time. Um, you. We're we're running across three time zones here, so like it's um, one thirty in the morning here for me in the UK. <laughs> Sophie's had to get up. Sophie's had to get up really early on a Saturday morning to speak to us, and um, yeah, and Grace is kind of yeah feeling uh, sleepy it's good in the for afternoon. Me. Thank you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um. So yeah, thank you so much for taking your time to speak to us. I hope you enjoyed it. We certainly had really um, enjoyed having you as a guest and and hearing your insights yeah. uh, about Korea. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and we would and we would love to have you back at a certain another point of time if you didn't find this too traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> We always have we always have so many more questions to ask yeah. in all of our K drama viewing. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So I tried to answer it and <laughs> just my opinion. So don't mean misunderstand that it's not like a Korean thinking. Yeah, it's yeah, my yeah. opinion. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You are one yeah. Korean person. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, that's one of yeah, the Koreans. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I try to make that disclaimer too. I'm, I'm one Korean American. <laughs> this is just my <laughs> experience. I can't speak for all of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Definitely. No, it's lovely. Thank you so much Thank for coming you. on to our podcast. Thank you for having me. Right. So, um, yeah, so normally we say, actually, Grace, you do it. Normally we say, 안녕히 계세요. Oh, um, all right. Yeah, because is that is that right? We had a debate. Like people <laughs> found this really funny. I don't know if you heard on our first podcast. Like we spent Grace, Grace and I spent about five minutes working out. Was it because what are the two options? Uh, uh, 안녕히 가세요 or 안녕히 계세요. And my thought was, <laughs> my thought was, whatever the listeners are doing, they're just going to continue doing that thing. So we're telling mm-hmm. them we are leaving. And they're staying yeah. doing their thing. So yeah. that's why mm-hmm. I thought 안녕히 계세요 was yeah. the correct greeting. 
if I send someone off, I say 안녕히 가세요. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 안녕히 가세요. So ah. we. So, yeah, so we were saying, because we as a podcast are going to finish now. So we are our, leaving. We're leaving. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, the, <laughs> but people listening will be carrying on doing their whatever dishes, they're doing. Like, or folding or their driving laundry. the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or in the car or on a walk or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or you can say that, see you next time in Korean. Oh. Ah. Mm. Could, you could you teach us how to say see you next time in Korean? Yeah. We might switch like this. Ah, that sounds quite friendly as well, right? Yes. Okay, maybe we need to switch to that. Then, then we don't need to debate whether it's kaseo or keseo. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Yeah. So again, Sophie, could you say again for us really slowly so that we could all learn? Okay. 다음에 또 만나요. 다음에 또 만나요. 다음에 또 만나요. 시즈님은 thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed our pod. Follow us on our Instagram at afternoonerasks or our website www.afternoonerasks.com. To get more K-drama content from a writer's lens, follow our sister pod, Afternoon Delight. For any BTS fans out there, our other sister pod, Afternoon Army, is here for all your needs. If you want to hang with us and other K-drama fans, do consider joining us on Afternoon Delight Patreon. There are different levels for you to access. Go to www.afternoonadelightpodcast.com to sign up. Finally, if you have any questions for us, please feel free to contact us via our socials or our email, afternoonerasks at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, see you next time.